Welcome back, everybody. This is Inside White Center. Hello. We have a special guest today, uh, but before we start, if this is your first time tuning in, Inside White Center is a podcast we do um, here with a small group uh, to share stories, experiences, resources, um, just here to document the good work that we do here in White Center. Hey. And to also just uh, just brag about how cool we are over here and just how how the people <laughs> who work here in White Center do the work of White Center, just how amazing and we're we're really just your biggest fan base. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we're the we're White Center's biggest fan base here. So uh, today we have uh, a very special guest. Did you want to go on and, uh, did you want to introduce her? I could just introduce go her. Go ahead, Frank. You got it. You got it. Cool. Uh, we have somebody who I think in terms of the the students and the children in White Center, if you went to Evergreen, you know what's going on. We have Miss Jennifer Fachamba here with us today. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. I don't know what to call you, Jennifer, or oh to call you Miss Fachamba. We too. were talking about yes. this earlier, <laughs> and uh, we're just like... I've always uh, called Fachamba uh, Fachamba. <laughs> I am totally flexible with whatever. You can call me Jennifer because y'all are adults now, or you can call me Fachamba. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm flexible. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited for this. No problem. Thanks for being on the show with us today. Um, so many things. Uh, you're you're in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> of, uh, you're in a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of organizations. Yeah, exactly. Affiliates, camaraderies, and uh, uh, just before we get into all of those things, uh, do uh, you stay in? Do you stay in Weiser or do you stay in Berrien? I live in Berrien. I grew up in the same neighborhood. Or I mean, I live in the same neighborhood that I grew up in. Nice. And so my, nice. fortunately, my son Matthew, um, he also ended up going to the same elementary school and middle school and high school as I did. So I feel oh. like a sense of pride about that. Nice. Like it makes me feel really good. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of that. Nice to keep the keep. I like keeping it keeping it in the family. Is yeah, that a good way to say it. Same community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keeping it in the community. Keeping it traditional. Keeping it traditional. Yeah, keeping traditions alive. Once a pirate, always a pirate. Yeah, oh <laughs> man, I no. Did. Wait a second. However, wait a second. Stop her. Wait a second. Stop her right now. <laughs> However, I did jump ship for a little time and was a Wolverine, and I'm proud of that okay. experience and working with the youth of White Center. I'm very yes. proud of that. So you. Okay. That, yeah. It was. You know, I feel that now at that point though, that you know, that was, that was, she was, I wasn't prepared for that. None of us, it's funny because like the whole team all went to Evergreen. Yeah. Like our whole, yeah. the whole podcast team went to Evergreen. But it's cool. It's cool because it's all part of the same we district. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But I have great. to say like um, Highline and Evergreen have a really great relationship. They uh, do. I mean, my son played sports at Highline, but I would say he has a great relationship with athletes from Evergreen. Yeah. Um, and so while that's my alma mater, I also have a great sense of pride of being a Wolverine too. Yeah. So um, I'm proud of that. Now, in terms of, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna because Matthew is here with us. It's it's is here with us today. You can say hi from afar. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> now, in terms of having that relationship, that's like because I remember where some schools were playing together, mm-hmm. or was that just a Taiyi Evergreen thing? Remember that, that was when a that Taiyi was Evergreen thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I think Highline. You guys were a big enough school. Big enough school to mm-hmm, have. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Yeah, however, I just think that we had such a great relationship. Yeah. Oftentimes, like, Matthew wrestled at Highline, and they often shared buses with Evergreen nice. and Thai's co-op, and so... In tournaments, were always mm-hmm. fun, too, at Highline. Yeah. yeah. We've always been friendly. Nice. So. That's awesome. And we did steal uh, Evergreen's wrestling coach, one of them, so... <laughs> You know, there's always been that camaraderie. God, so there you go. Got the it. camaraderie competition. Yes. <laughs> Got it. No, we're good. We're fine. <laughs> so in turn, since uh, going into the, uh, you know, what you, you know, the jumping ship from Highline to Evergreen, uh, what, what, uh, what, go ahead and explain what you did at Evergreen in terms of, uh, your, uh, occupation there. So at Evergreen, at Evergreen campus at the time, I was the college and career readiness specialist and I was a shared service on the Evergreen campus. And so I was able to work with kids at all three of the small schools, um, and help y'all like navigate what you wanted to do beyond high school. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun and I just have great relationships and I'm glad like I've maintained relationships with the both of you over the years. Social media definitely assists in that, it's right? It's such a thing. It keeps people <laughs> connected. If you don't have social yeah. media, it's like, where, where'd you go? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like y'all are my kids and yeah. I am proud like uh, of all the success y'all are having. And so I take a great pride at the work I did at Evergreen. And awesome. so and you are a result of some of that work. So. Oh, definitely. I mean, I'll go ahead. Yo, so go I was ahead. just going to ask you, have a favorite story from Evergreen when you were helping us there? Well, I'm going to like put Cecilia Vu out on... <laughs> hey, Cece! Uh, <laughs> out there. Um, well, I don't know actually if that's the best one. Well, no, that's just one. Like, I don't know. They were... She was being... Like, they were being crazy in the college and career center. There's and always like hype in there. Always. <laughs> and like at some point, I don't remember exactly everything that went down, but I got a little upset with them. And so I went into my office and I shut the door. Mm-hmm. And Cece like wrote an apology note on a gum wrapper and slid it under the door. <laughs> Sorry, Pachamba. <laughs> and I was like, no problem. But I don't even remember what, but I just remember that Did you write no problem wrapper. on the gum wrapper and <laughs> slid it back? And then I opened the door. I'm like, all right, we're cool. We're cool. And then there was a group of kids, from, a group of boys from HS3 that were passing gas quite a lot. Oh, my goodness. And, like, the college <laughs> and career center right. was, oh it, when you were there, it was your, I think it was your class, actually. Yeah. Um, I had to go out and say, hey, like, it's a small space, like, you know, can you please, like, and they were like, ha, 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 and they were ninth graders, so they just yeah. thought they were funny, uh-huh. and the next, like, a but few they days, were stinky. they were stinky, and a few <laughs> days later, they came back in, and I hear gas passing, and I'm like, oh my I go out there, and I'm like, what is going on? Oh, Fachon, but don't worry, we have an app, it's just an app, don't worry, so... <laughs> <laughs> Always, we just had really good fun, and we had a really good relationship, yeah. and it was just fun. Like, our space was meant for you all to just be able to feel comfortable and relaxed and have a good time. Oh, yeah. comfortable. Oh, no. So, no, yeah, no, I mean, like, comfort was to the level, right? And yeah. so... Yeah, I mean, that was what our space was all about, was for y'all. So Yeah, I always remembered something always going on in there. I'd always go there after school. Oh, yeah. Homework, just to talk. I remember we used to gossip about, oh, like... Yeah reality tv shows oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or the divas yeah <laughs> they um, have babies now <laughs> yeah i know it's so crazy I'm, i I think one of my uh, probably just the because i didn't really go to the college career center until like junior senior year those mm-hmm. though that was a very different time you know mm-hmm. before 2010 going into 20 you know before 2015 mm-hmm. and uh i just remember I just remember the <laughs> just the college trips like we were talking about earlier and going to Western Washington. Uh, <laughs> I remember specifically going there because um, I knew for a fact that the food was going to be good. 
mm-hmm. in the lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember, I think, I forget who else who else it was, but somebody just called me out and just like, Frank's only going there for the food. <laughs> and, I, and I was just like, listen, man. What about Let it? me check it. <laughs> Let's just check it. It was just like, if we're going to, if I can get away from this place for a while and get away from trauma and the rest of you guys, go to go to see the college, go to see the admissions. And all the you-can-eat And all the you-can-eat buffet. You know, they gave you the card and whatnot yeah. and everything. Oh, I forgot who the admissions person was at the time. Oh, the one uh... lady. Oh, but she was awesome. She was great. Mm-hmm. She was great. And you know, just how you set the set those set all of those trips up for us was just like the dedication that you put into that transition because it's so important mm-hmm. um, from high school to college. Uh, you know, really kind of paved the way because there wasn't a class that was actually that was actually teaching us these things. Yeah. It was just as like, hey, if you want to go to college, you know. You know, you want to go check some check some of these out. You want to work on your what was the co- the common uh, application the common applications yeah. and whatnot mm-hmm. and all that stuff and uh, the the college fairs that you would bring that you set up to have to come to the school and everything mm-hmm. like that was what you got you know yeah. and so to be able to take full f- force of that and full fledge of the opportunity you know you know even if people make it in college or not like. Yeah, yeah, we got to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do have another funny story. Speaking of that, so I did have a partnership with Western, and um, they used to come to campus and they would review applications on site. And this one time, Sydney Lim came into the College and Career Center, and Sydney, I'm calling you out, man. Um, but I share the story a lot, actually, with all of my current students. I yeah. work now at Foster High School, and. Uh, he came in, he had he had her looking at his application and he walked out, he's like, Thanks, Pachamba, and I'm like, All right, thanks. That's literally what it sounds like. And um <laughs> and uh as as the admissions rep was leaving, she's like, Oh yeah, did did Sydney tell you that we admitted him? I was like, What? <laughs> I'm like, No, that kid just walked right out and said, See ya, Pachamba. And so I called up to Oh, who is this avid teacher? I wanted to say it was Miss Brainerd's class. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Miss Dom's class. But I called up and I said, hey, I need to talk to Sydney for a minute. And they're like, okay. And I said, you can put him on speaker because I want everyone to know. Yeah. And they're like, all right. And I said, hey, Sydney. I said, how was your conversation? And he was like, oh, good. And I said, did you fail to mention something to me? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got accepted to Western. <laughs> I was I'm like, like what? And like everybody's like, woo, all right, Sydney. And so I'm like, dude, like you should have started with that when you left. Yeah, hey, but... thanks for Chama and, and I got accepted way, to Western. And by the so, way. Yeah, so that was, I mean, those are like the experiences that I really cherish. Mm. And um, just like, it's great. And I still like Sydney's another one. Like I still have a relationship with him. He's yeah. come to my my middle school when I worked at uh, Showalter nice. and met with kids. Um, and so it's really cool to have like that relationship that y'all can come back and support the youth in our communities. So Definitely. Yeah. thank yeah. you. Now you said you work you're working at Foster High School now. Are you doing the same thing over mm-hmm. there as well? Yeah, actually, I'm the College and Career Readiness Specialist, kindergarten through twelfth grade. Nice. So. Um, I'm, this is actually a new position and I'm going to be developing like programming and like opportunities for kids as young as kindergarten. Um, and so that's like looking at how we do field trips with them. Mm -hmm. And so that they're exposed to careers at an earlier age so that as they start planning their post high school life, they're Mm -hmm. able to say, Hey, like I really want to do this and this is the education I need to do that. And so, yeah. Do you it's think really fun. do you think that's like a much better like segue into being ready instead of like 
let's say the three small schools thing that we did I, I mean, I think there's a benefit for both. I mm-hmm. definitely think that we have to be more intentional with our young people because sure. um, oftentimes they get to high school and we're like asking them to make decisions about their futures. Yeah. And that, I mean, they need to have some pre- preparatory things happen prior to the time they get there. And for I sure. think if we're having intentionality at an earlier age, it'll just be beneficial to them. Right. So cool. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that because I feel like when we got to high school, it just, it kind of felt like, oh, we're doing college now. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like we were just thrown in it, and mm-hmm. it was cool. Like, the field trips were awesome, and everything was informative, but it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I do like the idea of K-12 to because then you're slowly integrating that in. Mm-hmm. Right. But, and I think, like, exposing kids to vocabulary early mm-hmm. and families to vocabulary. Because yeah. a lot of our families, um, a lot of our kids are first-gen kids. Yeah, and definitely. They don't like they want they have aspirations for their children to continue on and get an education, um, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to navigate it. And mm-hmm. so giving families also that exposure earlier will help them by the time they get to high school. Yeah. So I think like it's going to be really fun. It's new and it's going to be really innovative, but I'm excited for the opportunity. Oh, so awesome. Oh, this is, this is this is this oh, is I'm sorry. Oh, Are you good? Oh, uh, go I was going to say this is the very first. So like this year coming up, starting mm-hmm. up this nice. Yep. That's going to be incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be incredible. So I don't know what, how it's going to be this year because I think this year is a little squishy still with COVID. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, we're going to try some things out and see what happens. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So during the pandemic, how were you preparing students? Was it like, you know, like FaceTime or like um, Zoom? Yeah, it was. So I it was difficult. I mean, I'll be honest, like I, I did think I do think I lost some kids mm. um, as far as not you know connecting with them um but i was able to like do some family events that were done virtually and actually i can see the benefit of that in the long run because the families don't have to get childcare, mm-hmm. you know and they i mean so i'm looking at how i can do it on zoom and also in person so i can capture more people sure. um but yeah i had like office hours and so kids could connect with me that way but um you know i mean kids were oh, a little bit over it with zoom like Ooh. by the end of the year they were <laughs> like all right pachamba and you want me to do this stuff in the summer i did do like some home visits with students too mm-hmm. especially ones that were not like showing up to school mm-hmm. in the virtual world and then i helped them like navigate doing summer school and then when it came back to being in person helping them like come back in person um and so it would I mean it was not easy but you just i just kept trying things and i made like some videos so that kids could like kids and families could see the videos mm-hmm. um i tried just different things just mm-hmm. to stay connected with them but when i sent emails mm-hmm. or, or i would call them <laughs> like i would call them or send videos or, you know whatever and they i'm sure they were like okay pachamba <laughs> but y'all know like yeah. I, I don't give up like i'm like yeah. i'm just gonna keep on yeah. like you aren't gonna respond to me oh all right mm-hmm. well i'll just be in your so yeah. yeah awesome um uh, uh matthew you you've graduated correct yes nice and you go to where you go where, where do you go uh, wazoo or west you go to western western, western? nice yeah. nice in terms of and did you graduate this year yes i graduated this year a, a good question i was thinking i was just like now seeing though know, you've prepared all of these all these other kids for college and graduation how was that experience with with matthew 
Um, I mean, like, he's my kid. Yeah. And so, like, I was really proud. Like, when he got to high school, mm-hmm. he um, himself joined programs that were college and career readiness programs. Nice. He was an achiever at Highline. Nice. He also spent time before pandemic in the College and Career Center. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made me feel good because he did that unprompted by me. Like, gotcha. he did it independently. So, it just showed that his time hanging out at Evergreen with me paid off. I mean, he joined wrestling I, because of Lisa and Cecilia because they left blood on the mat. And that so, is. <laughs> like some of the things you that leave it he all on the mat. Mm-hmm, because some of the things he got involved in in high school is because he hung out in the career center at, at Evergreen and. Like, there's things, like, I wish he had done more scholarships, but, you know, he's just like every kid. Like, they have to have the motivation, and I think, mm-hmm. especially this last year, was challenging, yeah. even for him. And um, But I'm really proud of him. I got to experience things, his leadership, mm-hmm. because we were in the same space doing the work. Yeah. And, um, like... I sat outside his bedroom door a couple times, like <laughs> listening him, listening to him as uh, he had like different like digital arts people come and do presentations, and nice. you know, I mean, he wouldn't let me in the room so I could actually physically see it happen, but I listened. <laughs> yeah. um, and so it's just, I mean, he tur- he did well. That's so awesome. Like, I'm proud of him. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's proud of so, right there, man. Good yeah, job. Good I mean, job. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so. With your work right now, can you tell us how, um, what inspired you to go into like college and career readiness? You know, like with Matthew, before I had Matthew, I was in retail. I had studied theater in college and like I wanted to be a movie star. I mean, there's still hope. I could still be a movie star. It's never too late. Never. Um, but what I realized working in retail, it's not like a family oriented type I was in management, so I ha- like was doing well, mm-hmm. um, but it was not family oriented. And I had Matthew, and my mom's like, "Well, you know," and my mom was a teacher, and she's like, "Well, you know, you could sub and da 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 da." And so mm-hmm. I started subbing, and I started out at Chinook Middle School working with ski- with children with special needs, mm-hmm. and like I fell in love with being around kids, yeah. um, and I've always loved it. Like even when I was in college, like we did. Um, different things at elementary school with my dance troupe and I should have known then that I should go into education but I was going to be a movie star so I just I mean I always loved working with kids and helping them Mm -hmm. and so and then also my experience in high school like was good however no one was there to help me like plan like how do you plan to go to college you know what I mean so I even distinctly remember my counselor in high school when I went in to get an alumni scholarship. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, you're going to college? Kind of like surprised. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, your parents work. Do you really need this scholarship? And I'm like, well, at the time, my mom wasn't a teacher. She was a um, para at Cascade Middle School. Mm. Or she maybe was at Highline by this point. But and my dad worked in the airlines in the air freight. And so my parents weren't like wealthy by any means. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I need a scholarship. And He's like, well, I mean, okay. But he just wasn't super motivated to help me. And so Mm -hmm. I think what I do now in college and career readiness is a lot based off of that. Like the fact that I don't want to, I don't want kids not to have the support that they need to get to the next level. And so um, I want to make sure kids know all of the opportunities. I mean, of course, it's up to them if they take it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to also push kids to take things on that they might not be comfortable with and so it's a lot from that i mean and i love working with young people it helps me stay young yeah (laughs) definitely keeps us nice and spry awesome now in uh 
in terms of uh, uh, just the newer things that are happening, uh, we're definitely going to talk about it. Uh, you running for the high Highline School Board? Yeah. Uh, now make sure I'm saying this correctly because I'm I'm never good with the position titles. That's okay. Is, is mm-hmm. Highline School Board Director position two? Yes. Gotcha. Absolutely. We practiced this. Uh, we did. We okay. We practiced <laughs> it, and then on that drive to get the SD card, I was just like, Yeah, oh. I got you <laughs> I, I, I forgot <laughs> some of stuff. But um, so it um, I'm assuming. Well, not assuming, but just. Everything that you've done leading up to the decision, what what made you want to become or start running for the, this position? Well, to be really honest, like I've attended school board meetings and it's not this experience I've had with Highline School Board is not exclusive to Highline. I yeah. think that this is how school boards are in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had experience watching school board members shut youth voice down, mm. shut families down. Um, and I just think and shutting educators down. Yeah. Like the whole the whole purpose of the school board is to represent the students, the community, and the educators. Yes. Um, and it's what motivated me to run because a few years ago, I think when Matthew was in 10th grade, like these young people got up to speak and they were like ninth, 10th grade maybe. And this school board member particularly schooled them on how to speak in front of people instead of really like taking in what they were asking. Mm -hmm. And I got up to speak after this one young person and they said, well, first of all, I'm really disappointed that you like suppressed their voice in that way and made them feel like really uncomfortable. I said, it's brave for people to get up and speak. It's Mm -hmm. brave for a young person to get up and speak to adults. Yeah. Adults that don't even look like them. And so that was kind of the catalyst and the position that I'm running for wasn't open until this year and it actually is perfect timing because my child is heading off to college and like you have to be committed for sure. um, and I'm really excited because it's serving the community that I also grew up in and kind of like when Aaron ran for school board yeah, yeah. like he's representing White Center and I'm representing definitely the Highline school this Highline service area yeah. and I think like the two of us are going to be a great team on the school board um, because really my my thing is is that we need to be centering our youth mm-hmm. at every decision that we make and then beyond that we need to be um, centering our educators because they know what our students need mm-hmm. um, and oftentimes um, new ideas get sent to the schools without much much um, thought of what it takes to make it happen in yeah. a school and without even considering the students or the te- the teachers or the support staff that are implementing it. Mm-hmm. And that needs to stop. Yeah. Like we need to be partnering with those folks so that it works, it's successful mm-hmm. and that it's in the best interest of our young people. Um, I also think that we really miss an opportunity when we don't partner with the municipalities we serve, like mm-hmm. Birium, White Center, Normandy Park, all of them, um, because there's a lot of resources out there. Yeah. But we're not connecting people in an in an authentic way to make sure that they're being covered. That's how that's how we're losing our youth is mm-hmm. because we're not partnering in an authentic way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, these are the reasons why I'm running for school board. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be perfect at it, but I it, as long as I'm always centering young people, yeah. it can't go wrong. Yes. Um, and I did a lot to prepare for it. I took leadership role in Tukwila so that I could be prepared, yeah. so I could understand how districts run the, you're on the uh, uh, 
is it the vice president of the education? Yeah, I was vice president of the Tukwila Education Association. Um, I just completed my term in June, and um, I chose not to continue because mm-hmm. how it would be difficult to run for school board because a lot of um, things that happen in Tukwila, mm-hmm. like the timing, like meetings kind of overlap. Yeah. And so, um, but I did that just so that I could be prepared so I understood how school districts run because yeah. I sat in labor management meetings um, and I was able to see what the interests of the district is mm-hmm. and what the interests of our educators are. They don't always align. I'm yeah. sure you're surprised <laughs> to hear that. Um, but, you know, I mean, I did things so that I was prepared. And, I mean, of course, I'm not going to know everything. Yeah. However... I'm really, I'm excited. I yeah. hope that I'm elected. No, I mean, I know I'm going to get elected. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> because I have there you all. Go. Like, if I, I'm tapping into the young people, and um, y'all are voters, yeah. and you guys really need to take that seriously and mm-hmm. who you put in office. Good, and sure. school board is important because they are, like, really the, what the community is about Yeah, is a school board. Sure. And so, yeah, that's it. I'm running. Y'all heard that first right here on Inside <laughs> White City, guys. The youth at the center of everything. Nothing can go wrong. That's nothing right. Nothing can go wrong. I mean, I've seen greatness come out of the schools that I like. I see greatness come out of White Center. Mm-hmm. I I see it coming out of like Matthew's friends, um, and then the kids in Tukwila too. I mm-hmm. I see nothing but great things happening. And um, I remember one young person asked me like, "Why do you think? I mean, you keep saying you're so proud and how successful I am, and and I only like." I'm running a grocery store. And I said, but are you happy? Yeah. And he said, yeah. And I'm like, then you're successful. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's like the... finding what you're happy doing and you do that, you're going to be great. And mm-hmm. success is different for every person, right? Definitely. This is true. So. We were really, we were seriously like talking about that uh, before, you know, before the show. We were just like. I was trying to find the mirror. I was trying to find the word our for purpose. it. Yeah, our purpose. Like, mm-hmm. our purpose. Cause, you like, know, what makes us happy. What makes us happy. And yeah. it's like, you know, you know, just working in just, like, the whole concept of working, 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 mm-hmm. working, 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 and then retiring. Or some people going to college, then working, 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 then mm-hmm. retiring. Right. And then living life for however many years left at, like, 50, 60, or whatever. And I, and just finding contentment with that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying is this is like i'd rather find contentment with what makes me comfortable in life what makes me happy and that that exactly it looks different for every other person and giving people that perspective you know just adding it on to that i feel is a very a very needed thing especially Mm -hmm. within with with how everything looks now a lot of people are really especially a lot of young people are just like um yeah I don't want to work like this. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like my my well-being, my morality is so much more important. And, uh, like, you know, happiness, you know, we are able to create it on our own. But, you know, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean to create it on our own? And what does that mean? What are the steps that we put into it to do so? You know, and are we killing ourselves over it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, your mental health is really important. And... Like, you want to be in a place where you're taking care of yourself because mm-hmm. if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not good for anyone around you. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's something that we've learned, like, this last year and a half is sure. that, like, you have to be taking care of yourself in order to help others. Yeah. And, um, like, what you I see you all doing, like, I follow you all in social media, and I see you all doing great things in the community. And, like, it's amazing. 
And I think that that's where I also come from is that you have to give back to what brought you up. Yes. And so I'm really like excited to give back to the community that raised me and, um, and you know, like help make things better for other kids. Yeah, totally. So. I love it. I love it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So what do you do when, um, cause you specialize in college and career readiness. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens when a student says, I don't really want to go to college. What options do you give to them? What, what do you tell them? The reality is, is there's like so many different pathways mm-hmm. after high school. Um, like my partner, Ramon is an iron worker. And so I, he did, went into the trades and there's kids that are going to go into apprenticeship programs. There's other programs out there. There's gap year programs kids can do. Um, uh, there's a program you did for Europe. Yeah, yeah, Europe. So there's a lot of different programs that the reality is, is what I tell kids is that no matter what you go into, you're going to have to like do some kind of training. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be going to University of Washington or WSU or whatever. Mm-hmm. It could be going doing a certificated program that is like uh, a year long maybe or less, but or going into the trades and going to an apprenticeship program where you're getting paid while you're learning how to do the trade. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of options and it's really just sitting down with the student and like figuring out what it is they wanna do. And the reality is, is there are some kids that don't know what they want to do Mm -hmm. and you just like do your best to help them figure that out. And then also too, just being available because oftentimes kids will come, they'll graduate in June and then like December, they come back and say, hey, Pachamba, like, you know, I've been thinking about it and I'm really interested in this and then going back and helping them. In fact, like I just ran into one of my former students and she just graduated in June and she wants, she's like, I really decided like I want to go in and learn how to do hair and all of these things. And I said, okay, you know, I'm back in the building, blah, blah, blah. We'll make an appointment and we'll figure it out. And so it's just always being available for them when they're ready. Yeah. And so I just, I mean, that's important to me. Like, that's why I have relationships with students that are now married and have kids. Corey Grace. <laughs> um, who I've known him since he was in seventh grade. And, ah, like, I Corey. staying connected and being able to be there for him in, like, per- particular moments. And just being there for you all in your moments when you need help or just to celebrate with you. And uh-huh. so that's kind of a long answer to your question, Lisa. No, but, no, like, just be showing up for them. Of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because I know you mentioned um, when you first started in college and career readiness at Evergreen, you said you um, worked with Frank, mm-hmm. and you said that um, it's probably different than what it is now. Right. Um, so can you describe, like, how it's gone over the years as you, like, um, gathered more information, what works and doesn't work? Well, like, when I started out at Evergreen, it was just me. Mm. And Mr. Zombro was teaching. Mr. Uh, Zombro. He was teaching marketing. And so we were in a space together. And like he was great for me, like as a support, like I could uh, like give him ideas. But when I started Evergreen, basically they're like, oh, make it what you want. And mm. like, all right. And I didn't know what that, like, you know, you have to develop a program. And yeah. so, like, what I've developed over the years is because I partner with particular people and I've tried things out and saw what works. And what I do know works best for kids is getting them into the environment so that they can see whether or not it's a good fit for them. Mm. And whether that means going up to Western or going to South Seattle Georgetown campus, the apprenticeship programs to check those things out, just giving kids exposure to these opportunities is the only way they're going to know whether or not it's a good fit for them. And so when I started at Evergreen, 
I really had no like game plan at all. I just was told to help the kids get to college. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. it. And I didn't know what that meant. And all the kids were saying, I'm going to UW or South Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I also had to help them with financial aid, which at the time was still paper. Yep. It wasn't on the computer. <laughs> it was and so, oh, I mean, man. like, things have changed a lot since then. And I, like, just continued my education. I, like, took as many, like, classes as I could to help me. I just met people, got to know people that were in the industry doing that work. And... You know, um, Natalie Washington is a person from Natalie Western. Washington. Um, Natalie, shout out to Natalie because Man. she was such a great resource early on, mm-hmm. and um, like she's one of the people that I would say really helped me figure out how to make college and career readiness work for students. And mm-hmm. it's because she came out and did particular things, and so we just developed programming based on something she wanted to do at Western, and um, we made it bigger and. Yeah. Um, so I mean, and just finding the sweet spot, mm-hmm. and the sweet the sweet spot changes all the time, and so you're having to reevaluate it. So mm-hmm. it's really just tried things. I'm sure it's gotten better over like as you progressed, it got better each time. I think also what helped too is at Evergreen, then like Mr. Zombro was just doing work based learning plus Avid stuff, and then Aaron, and when there was like a team of us doing mm-hmm. the work, it definitely changed how we did things Definitely. i mean it's a lot different when it's just you doing it for sure um and when you have a team to do things it's definitely helpful mm-hmm. and so and i'll tell you we did a lot of things without money so mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the things you all got to experience we did and we just figured out ways to make it work without how were having you money. able to make it happen just asking for things like yeah. you have to be not afraid to ask people for stuff yeah. and when i started in tuckwilla too like i wanted to develop i started at showalter middle school mm-hmm. and I didn't have any college and career anything to decorate with. And so I just started emailing colleges like, hey, I'm a new college and career counselor at a middle school and I need some swag. And so then I just got like hundreds of pennants sent to me. I got T-shirts. I got just things that I could give out to kids. And so you just have to ask. Some people will say no. But what I always told kids, how is a scholarship going to tell you no if you don't even apply for it? Mm -hmm. True. And so you got to apply. Yeah. And so you got to try. Otherwise, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, this is, yeah, I mean, rules of life, right there. And it's all ever, it's ever changing. Mm-hmm. So, what what would you say are for uh, somebody trying to you know, like now, like in 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 the time now? What would you say are probably the most important things for somebody who either does know what they want to do after high school or doesn't know what they want to do but they want they know they want to go to college the thing is is that in high school what i really tell kids is that you have to try things out Mm. no matter if you know like if you know you want to go to college you need to start like saying oh hey like i live really close to spu like i live in a community where there's several colleges go and visit those colleges with your friends like go on a tour check them out but also like when the adults around you say oh there's this great opportunity like you know there's this thing on saturday be willing to try out that thing on saturday Mm -hmm. because that's how you're going to find out what it is you like doing and i often hear kids say like well i don't i don't really like that i'm like but how do you know you don't like that yeah and they're like well i just know and i'm like no, you don't know. Like, <laughs> you don't know what you don't know. How are you just saying you don't you like don't it, right? And so, like, um, 
I really encourage kids like early to like just try things out and like take on opportunities that come your way mm -hmm. um, because there's opportunities that around in high school that you can take and you know I mean there's kids that are gonna stand back a little bit from it but I personally will kind of push kids a little bit out of their comfort zone maybe when Frank when I was working with Frank it was a little bit early on in my career <laughs> and I didn't do that as much but now like I'm like hey like, I have a student particularly right now, and she sees me, and she, like, goes the other way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come here. <laughs> and at some point, she's going to try things out because yeah. she, like, I I look for her, and I'm like, hey, I found this opportunity. Like, you, it's okay, Fachamba. But eventually, eventually. because I'm going to stay in, like, stay in her space. Yeah. And so, I mean... You know, I mean, kids will figure it out when they figure it out. And I yeah. know that this young person will figure it out. I've been with her since sixth grade. And now yeah. she's at the high school. And so eventually she's going to be like, all right, I'm just going to keep make her quiet. Yeah. And I'm just going to try it. And then she's going to find something that she loves. Love and so it's just showing up in the space and just, I it, at the end of the day, it's just being there for kids and for helping sure. them navigate. Yeah. So. Guide them on that path. I think it's important to note, too, it's going to take time. Mm -hmm. um, something I've learned is, Everybody has a different timeline, like path. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure out what I love doing. Like, I love doing this. I love my community. Mm -hmm. But also, like, the whole, like, working my whole life. I don't know what mm -hmm. I really want to do. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I'm chilling right now. Yeah. I, I love <laughs> yeah. the people around me. Yeah. Um, I love um, waking up every morning, being alive. Mm -hmm. But I think it's okay if you're, if, if you don't, if you're really unsure. Definitely. You know, I think it's okay. I think we need to accept that it's okay that you don't have your whole life planned out. Yeah. Well, and your life is going to change over yeah. time. Like, like, I think it's, you're always going to have new experiences. Mm -hmm. Something's going to click. Something's not going to work. But that's okay. That's all experiences. Yeah. Right. That, like, I do, I know that after high school, uh, you know, I went from, like, com uh, community development, start off with the Teens and Public Service mm -hmm. program, you know, then working for Community Schools Collaboration. Then going from there, going into retail. Retail is retail. Then yes. going to like going to uh, cooking school, becoming mm -hmm. a chef for a little bit, and and then not a whole lot of money in that, you know, depending yeah. on where you were, you know. And then going from there to doing landscaping at somebody's yard, and then out out of door, you know. Okay, it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's 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 just go into it. And then I think when going. Like, I had to really know that I wasn't, there were certain things that I wasn't going to do. Mm -hmm. And I was so focused on what I wasn't going to do. And not really, this is like, well, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and, and it was one of those big things for me that, that, that because though like we said success is different for every other person yeah. for mm -hmm. every person and at the time success for me was that i could be able to like we talked about financially take care of ourselves mm -hmm. right and knowing that okay if i do it i will i'm able to talk to people and help people and whatnot but at the end of the day it's something that i don't have to be super passionate about yeah. like super passionate about because you know a lot of people who are super passionate about it don't even work in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know and uh um uh 
And it was one of those things where, okay, I can make money, but then I can also still be happy while doing things like this mm-hmm. yeah. and whatnot. And it, then it became it was just like, okay, how can I fund the things that I want to do? <laughs> you yeah, know? I... And, uh, and that's like, that was like, you know, a huge thing for me, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of just like figuring out uh, what it was. But. Yeah, I think of my brother-in-law, Juan. He's kind of that guy, like, he loves cars and mm-hmm. he loves like rebuilding them. And when he was younger, he was constantly like taking a job to earn enough money to do his next car project. And like now he's working for the postal service and it's a good job. And it's still, what I think he realizes now is that he's able to have this really solid job, Mm -hmm. but still be able to do the things that he has a passion for. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's important thing is having your balance and like finding that sweet, it's really finding that That sweet sweet spot spot because it's hard. I mean, I love what I do and I loved working in retail. I worked in retail for like 10 years and I loved it because I loved being around people. But yeah. what I realized is that I lo- what I liked about it is helping people be prepared for whatever they did. I worked mm. at Ann Taylor and I helped like uh, women get prepared. Like they were getting their first business suit because they were lawyers or they were working in some corporate America, like a bank job or something. And I loved being able to help those women be prepared to be powerful in their yeah. position. Mm-hmm. And I think that translates exactly into what I do now is helping you all like find your own like power mm. to be successful. Yeah. And um, so there's little caveats in my life that definitely like if I can pinpoint it, then I see like how they work together. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I that's like it. That. Yeah. I like that. Me too. So. <laughs> <laughs> find, finding your own power was um, that's like that's a I hear that I hear that from people like not every day it's just like like when it's almost like when it's needed you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, like finding your own power because it's like we we put so much time and effort towards other things and maybe other people and and whatnot and and to be able to manifest uh, Mm -hmm. is this is uh, manifesting yourself and manifesting your your being and your power you yeah. know and and that and that just just goes into like just learning more about you and yeah. and to be able to uh, i can definitely say that you've definitely allowed us to do that you know alongside our lives so we can do it on our own i do want to point out one thing you did mention frank is that you tried a bunch of different things to figure out <laughs> yeah, what it is yeah, you wanted yeah, to do. Yeah. And so that just reinforces the fact that when I tell kids, like, hey, just try this out, there's a reason for it because it does help you figure out, like, what it is that you want to do mm-hmm. and where you see yourself and to be okay with things changing. Yes. Change is an okay thing. It's hard. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I mean, it's like, scary. <laughs> super hard. <laughs> However, it's good yes. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's needed. Oh, and yes. So. Sometimes you might be stuck and you just need that change. Mm-hmm. And you don't even maybe realize yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, like, I always tell, like, you know, my mom, like, she's one, like, she goes, like, we, we got to have a restaurant. Of course, I was going to bring it up. <laughs> uh, we have, you know, there's restaurants that we can go to. And usually the restaurants that she goes to, she'll, she'll get the same thing that she's yeah. gotten there. Because, and it's totally understandable. I'm, this is so, it's totally great. And I was just like, well, mom, how about you have a bite of mine? 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm uh-huh. about to what I just said because, you know, I just want to, you know, want to add, just add that on. It's because you never know until you try. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, yeah, the, like ch- straight up change what you're getting so you can just get no. this uh-huh. all the time, you know. What but I'm just have exposure, right? Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm kind of like, okay, I, I try to like branch out and I do. It's it's hard. But I once lie. you find something you like at a restaurant, you know it's going to be good. And oh, then you yeah. get something you don't like, it's kind of sad. It, 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 it is really is. It really is, but, especially because. You gotta, for th- it. you gotta think of it way. You gotta think like, okay, I tried it, I didn't like it, so I now I know for next time. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't have known. You don't know what you don't know. You exactly. don't know what you don't know. But I'm like guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> Salvadorian bakery, I always get the chicken pupusas. I'm oh, sure man. I can try oh, other ones, yeah. but those are the ones I go to. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so. that uh, just uh, so it was funny because I I've driven past there <laughs> like like three times a day now. Yeah. And uh, and I was just like, man. Remember the first the first time I went was with Pat, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was like I think I was still in high school, and uh, I remember you were telling me, well, you could get the pupusas, or they have like the little plate lunches kind of thing mm-hmm. going on. So I got the pupusas, and I got the plate. Well, <laughs> and, and, and I remember, and I'm just gonna shout out Salvadoran Bakery for because y'all didn't have to do that for me. It was so good. Um, the plant, it was the fried the plantain, plantain mm-hmm. with the, with the fried pork mm-hmm. and the beans and the rice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh I God. mean, you had me at plantain. Yeah. I love, I like, cause I love, I love, remember when I got that plate? <laughs> oh my God. And then I, and I, I forget cause you're so caught up in the savory that, <laughs> oh yeah, they got a bakery here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. That, the big house is like, Hey, That's I, this is one of my favorite things to do is to find a restaurant. And if Frank tells me he hasn't been there, I have to be the person that takes him there. Because I just like to watch it. <laughs> it's a, it's, I, a... I love that. Because remember when we went to that place in, uh, in the, uh, the, the Pacific Islander? The oh, Pacific songs? Yeah. Oh, man. So, he okay. He nearly lost his mind. Oh, man. I didn't even know that there was that there were people out here doing it like that. And it's it's crazy because that place has been there on MOK. It's yeah, called forever. the Vegetable uh-huh. Bin. Oh. And so... My mom's I, been, going, been going there forever. So. And it's just like... I was I was just like, wait. Oh, so this, this is that place. Mm-hmm. And like... We went in there, you know, so, you know, uh, you know, it's like, you know, get your, like, your Pacific Islander, like, grocery needs over there. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and then the guy that, is he Korean? Yes. He's a Korean, but he's, he, he makes and sells uh, uh, Pacific, Samoan Samo- food, yeah. Samo- food. Oh, wow. And, 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 and. Like, been there, I think he's been there for 30 years. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say 20 for sure, possibly 30, because wow. my parents were, even when my dad was here. Dad was the last they would go there. Right? And oh wow! Because Pat's, Pat's telling me she's just like, oh, but I need to take you to get some. I need to take you to get some <laughs> palusami. And I'm just like, what? And yeah, I, went, okay. I, I was like, all right. Well, I've never. She takes me. I was just like, this is a vegetable bed. <laughs> I've I've never been inside. I didn't know. And when I when I found out when I found out. I was just like, y'all just out here doing it like this, and mm-hmm. not everybody knows about it. That's the best kept secret of MLK. It's like MLK and Henderson, right? Yeah, MLK yeah. and Henderson, and oh my goodness, it's just so good if you guys I, ever get I think go. that's also why I loved working in White Center. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Berrien, and I spent a lot of time in White Center, but the food, mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron and I would just rotate, <laughs> make places, our business lunches. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, the food in White Center is what it is. 
It's just, it's uncomparable. Which I'm so. thinking now, like, where is Ramona and I going to go to eat today <laughs> <laughs> for dinner? There has to be some place good to go oh, to. Oh, man. Salvador that's and Bakery, however, might yeah, be Yeah, that, that's just... That's... I'm not going to um, cut all this stuff out, but I just saw that on, on Instagram, the guy with the new restaurant, Tomo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a booth. At that um, block party. Oh, at the today. block party. When, no, that's, block tomorrow. Party? that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yeah, so. Oh, maybe we should stop. Oh. Oh, oh nice. we can. Hey, can I get your contact, please? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> we're. Go we're ask him. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna try. We're actually gonna try an interview. Yeah, because it's like a oh, high end restaurant in oh, White Center. So he oh, used to sweet. be. He used to work at the Canlis. At Canlis. Oh so wow. He's a, like the head chef or yeah. something yeah. like that from Canlis. So the whole thing was just it's like okay, so you're gonna bring high end food to White Center. You know, are you trying to attract a certain type of people? Because right. a certain type of people go to those restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And so it's going to be a very interesting show <laughs> nice. if he agrees to do it. But it's going to be interesting though, to, you know, I didn't know he was going to be at the block party. I yeah. mean, you're going to get to talk food. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, for oh sure. Oh, right. this is, it's, it's, that, that podcast is just going to be him. Uh, <laughs> uh, so be like, all right, did you bring me samples? <laughs> are you going to be, uh, do you know about, are you going to be at the block party I'm tomorrow? hoping to go to the block party tomorrow. Gotcha. It's my plan. Awesome. It's on my agenda. Nice. Yeah, if you guys so. don't know, tomorrow, White Center block party. Well, this is not going to be released, remember? Oh, oh yeah. So the block it. party will have happened by the time by the y'all watch this by the time. podcast. I'm <laughs> sure you would have heard about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure you would have heard about it. And if you did go or if you do are planning to go, uh we'll have fun. Yeah. We're gonna cut all the because I think I hijacked this part of the Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Oh, but um Pachamba, do you have any projects you're currently working on? It doesn't have to be um, your like work right now. It could but be anything that's anything going on, going on that you want to share. Just um, well, it's back to school. School starts yeah. on Wednesday, so really, like my focus is just getting ready to like see students, mm-hmm. and um, I do probably have to do some things with my campaign. Um, mm-hmm. I am hoping to work with Crystal Marks. We want to do like a joint um, event together to talk about how the city and the school board can work together. Nice to help students and families. So that's kind of like the thing on the horizon is that we're going to do a joint event. Definitely. Do you it's, know when those events are coming up? Or uh, we really just started talking about it, okay. I want to say yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah. If you, so. when you guys figure out what those dates are, please let us know the sure. next show. If yeah. it's after the next show or before we put it onto the, the before we do the thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll totally put it on there. Are you yeah. also, um, inviting your former students to come help are they a part of yeah um ronnie win has been really helpful ronnie i i I, I, like struggle because i can't really pay y'all but like uh she's been really super helpful (laughs) and like um like she uh has helped me with like flyers and things like that and so i mean yes and of course i mean i will always invite y'all to any events that i'm having um I found it really odd, like, in the primary season, because I wasn't on the, the ballot for the primaries. Um, mm-hmm. Like, campaigning is weird during that time, because people mm-hmm. are like, your name's not on the, the ballot. And mm-hmm. like, okay. So I had to, like, rethink. <laughs> and so now now that past primary season, I can get out and do more nice things like that. So, I mean, I have yard signs. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah. I mean, 
It's kind of cool to see my yard sign out in the wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just see Jennifer Fichamba. And then someone said to me, oh, I saw your yard sign. It looks really cool. And so that's also kind of weird. So yeah. I guess it is me, <laughs> it is me uh, manifesting my goal to be famous yeah. and be a movie star. There you so go. Uh, my name is out there. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we are definitely rooting for you. Thank like, you. you know, we know the okay. kind of work that you can do and what you have done. And, uh, um, I'll be the first to say it. I think the school board could use somebody like just like I said for Aaron too. We yeah, guys yeah. Use people that know what it's like, that knows how to connect with the the youth in the community, and um, that you guys bring something to the table that literally nobody else has. So yeah, I mean educators belong on school boards. Mm-hmm, totally. So. That's exactly where it's at. Straight up. So, okay, but you. if you do or when you become a movie star, what kind <laughs> of movies though? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Romantic comedies. Ah, romantic comedies. Yes. Like rom coms. <laughs> I love rom coms. It's funny. Yeah. I didn't know that that's what that stood for the longest time. What do you think it was? Huh? I didn't think that admit. I, I mean, I, th- I just thought that that was like that kind of movie, you know. And oh. then I watched Love Actually for the first time. Oh, I love that movie. That's like my everybody. Oh, you Which never. Oh, you never watched. Oh my gosh, gosh you missed out, Lisa. Oh man, that, yeah. It's, it came out in like two thousand and. Who is who's um, in it? It's all a bunch of British actors. Oh, yeah, that's what makes it so great. Yeah, you know, and like I always tell people, you know, how like Nightmare Before Christmas, they say that's what is it a Halloween or Christmas movie? Love Actually is a Christmas movie. That's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Not like Die Hard, which I don't think is a Christmas movie. (laughs) That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother thing for next time. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you you got anything else, Lisa? I just wanted to know. Yeah. What would it be called? Oh, uh, oh, the movie. <laughs> oh, you want to know what the movie is oh, called? <laughs> I mean, it would have to be local, so I don't know. Something, I don't know. Light. We can't do another Sleepless in Seattle. No, but... we can do a Wake in White Center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woke. In... No, I'm just yeah, No, I don't know. I also thought it would be really cool to do like a Real Housewives of Birium, but like oh. not like... Just, like the... Oh, that would get messy. <laughs> <laughs> not to like, you know... Not like the like super wealthy affluent type, but like yeah. you know the Just normal a, everyday like Burian mom, soccer mom, mom slash uh-huh. me. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah, just a me. housewife is a person who just stays home, right? Right, and that's not me. So yeah. that's the antithesis of that. Yeah, I always no. told Daniel, I was like, I'm gonna make enough money, you can stay home. Uh, yeah, you, you can be the, just take care of the dogs, the, okay? The, what take care of the dogs and make the dinner. Please. He's a good cook. <laughs> oh, is he really? good, yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to need to bring him on the show so we can go ahead and test that out. <laughs> he tries. He tries, yeah. He, yeah. he, he follows instructions That's very good. Well. That's, that's honestly, good. that's the basis of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Well, well thank you, Pachamba. Thank you so amazing. Much. We're very excited for your um, upcoming. Endeavors. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited too. And We're rooting you for you. Ah, I'm rooting for you all too. I'm. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you. Thank We're you. Able to catch up. I know, right? Oh, so great. So good. And you know, you do. Uh, is this going to be your first year of college? Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Matthew. Hey, best of luck to you. He starts man. next month. Oh, I know. Man, next month. Oh, oh no, like, he's got. He's got to go. Hey, when you leave, she's gonna have all your baby stuff and everything. Remember these? I don't know. I don't. Your mom, little booty. Baby. Hey, little... <laughs> no he's gonna be able to go into his bedroom. I'm just gonna go in there and cry. This, oh, this no. A couple times a week. Oh, my baby. Tons of stuff. <laughs> I know when I left, my parents like they they used my room as a storage. There's like boxes of noodles in there, noodles. bags of rice. Oh, 
Uh-huh. Just like all the camping stuff. They pretty much yeah. was like, like, oh no. All no. this stuff oh, reminds me of the all the Christmas things. tree was <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. <laughs> Matthew's, oh, no. Everything stays the same. Everything stays the same. So, so when, he, when comes he comes home. There you go, yep. Do you remember this dust bunny? It was here when you left. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's going to be when you come back. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. awesome. Well, yes, the best of luck to you guys and everything that you do. Thank you for being on the show yeah, with us thanks today. thanks for having me. Of course, of course. If you guys didn't hear it first, you hear it, hear it today. Well, I forget how that turned. If you didn't hear it today, you're going to hear it later. Or something like that. You know you what? Heard it you, heard it you heard it. You heard it here first. There you go. You heard it here first. If you don't, you don't know till you know. Is that what we said? That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>